We're talking to a very intelligent woman this afternoon. So this year, the Women in Physics in South Africa marks National Women's Month with the theme, Wings of Freedom. This is to celebrate how physics has allowed women in South Africa to soar to greater heights. We're now joined on the line by Eastern Cape-born Onesimo Mtinsilana, who is currently pursuing her PhD in higher energy physics at the University of Witwatersrand. Onesimo? Hi. Hi. Hey, listen, uh, it's an honor, an absolute honor to have you. Listen, a whole PhD in higher energy physics. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, more like, <laughs> this just blows me away. What sparked your interest in the world of science? Um, it's uh, curiosity. I, I just mm. said I was always fascinated by the universe. Actually, I wanted to do astronomy, but um, mm. I fell in love with particle physics along my journey of studying. It's just curiosity. Um, I used to ask a lot of questions about the stars and, and, and things like that. And I mean, just basic things. And I, I, I remember when I was young, I think I was in my fourth grade, I used to tell my mom I want to be a scientist and she would get frustrated and tell me that you can't be a scientist. You need to, you know, find what it is that you really want to do. So mm. I, I think one of my Great. I knew that I wanted to do physics. I didn't know why, but I just knew that I wanted to do physics because it didn't make sense at that time, but I just knew that I wanted to do it. So, yeah, I was just a curious child, I guess. And then maybe take us through your academic journey and what landed you here. I know that you matriculated from Craddock High, right? Yeah. So, so take us through I your... I'm actually um, in Craddock High School, which is in the Eastern Cape, and I have a BSc from the University of Pretoria. And then I was enrolled uh, with the University of Pakistan for my BSc Honours in Physics. And I also enrolled for an MSc. Um, and fortunately or unfortunately for those who are looking forward to a graduation, I did not graduate from my MSc. It was um, upgraded to a PhD because of the research that I, I was doing. Um, now I am doing my PhD, and I'm affiliated with a research lab, which is called CERN. Um, it's based in Switzerland, uh, and that is where it's actually the biggest research facility for particle physics or higher energy physics. So, yeah, that, that's just about it in terms of my, you know, background um, academically. Outside of curiosity, ne, you sound like a very passionate person. Are you passionate about the subject matter? Yes, I am. I think what I love about physics um, as, 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 as a whole is that it, the sky is literally the limit in physics. So people usually ask me this question, like, why, what, what is it that, you know, that drives you about physics is that I can, I can go anywhere. I'm not limited to stay in research. If I want to go to industry, I'm not limited to a specific direction. I can, I can work with doctors. I can work with um, the Department of Health. I can literally work anywhere as a physicist because when you are trained as a physicist, you are trained to solve problems. You are a problem solver. And anywhere um, in the world, there's problems. And we need physicists or people who can actually think to solve those problems. So a typical example of the pandemic, COVID-19, you will not believe that um, in South Africa, our research team, physicists, were the first to actually come up with... Um, that everybody is actually currently using in the country to look at wow. stats as a COVID stats. Exactly. So when I talk people about physics, it's, it's not just an abstract subject that is not um, in line with reality. It's a living subject. It's just that you need to find what is it that you really love. And I'm telling you, you would find yourself in physics. 
So you're currently doing your research in higher energy physics, ne? Yes. Yeah. So what are some of the challenges that you seek to address here? Also, uh, <laughs> okay, so particle physics is, um, for example, actually, let me just make it in simple terms. What is gravity? Mm -hmm. You will tell me that gravity is something that when you jump, it pushes you down. But as a physicist, I cannot explain gravity to you. I, we don't know what it is. In terms of, we have not come up with theories to actually define what this force is. We know it exists, but we don't understand what it is. So that's what um, particle physics is about. It's actually trying to find or search for new things that have not been discovered by theories. Now, the question would be then, what, do you, what are you going to do with this information? It actually helps us to understand why the world is the way it is. But then for somebody like me, what am I going to do with that knowledge? The problem is that I work mostly with data. So mm -hmm. I'm, I'm a trained data analyst, but in a physics space. So the skills and knowledge that I acquire there, I can apply them anyway. Got so you. it's not just to say that as a physicist, you are limited with the knowledge to just work in physics. Um, it's actually now we, um, what I see the government doing is that they try to get a lot of physicists to actually solve current world problems because mm. we are data analysts and we are trained to solve problems. So we fit anyway. Yeah. Love it. So you're also part of the Women in Physics in South Africa. How does, yeah. how does the organization seek to address the gender stereotypes that prevent women's participation in your field? All right, good question. So um, a bit about the Women in Physics. So Women in Physics is a forum that was actually formed under the South African Institute of Physics. Now, we were formed to actually um, address the underrepresentation of women in physics. My, um, my, 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 in, in, in the Women in Physics, I, I specialize with, um, with the primary school learners. So I do a lot of outreach programs, especially targeted to the rural areas. Uh, for example, we currently have a competition. It's called Ask Code Physics, where we are getting kids to actually draw anything that they can think of that has to do with physics. Just draw it in A4 paper and submit it for a competition. And we've also introduced um, basic coding to learners. So it will be a free platform for them, and we'll teach them the basics of coding because they do not have some learners do not have access to these things, and most schools do not have um, coding as a curriculum. So those are the things that we're doing, but we are looking into having girls because we want to inspire young girls, you know, to actually do physics. And most of the time, when you go to certain places, I mean, um, before COVID, we'd find people that speak the language that's spoken in that community so that um, the kids can actually relate. Because that's one of the problems, that you don't have people that you can relate to who look like you, sound like you in physics. Yeah. It's a very main, you know, white male dominated space. So that's how we are trying to address the issues by engaging with young people. But how do you address an issue of, um, I'm at school on SMU and I'm currently struggling with my maths and my science. Is it something that I can still apply myself to and become a scientist such as yourself, or must I give up? No, you shouldn't give up. Why would you give up? Um, okay, so listen, um, if you're struggling with math or science and, and things like that, there's different reasons why you could be struggling. But mm. I see I, I that sometimes, you know, just for female free time um, learners, and one thing I found out is that most learners who come from public schools, there's 60 plus of you guys in class, kids mm. learn differently. And the yes. teacher does not have the capabilities to actually, you know, understand what style of teaching to use for you. So if you're struggling, it would be good to maybe find somebody around maybe your location or something that has, you know, has done mathematics or something like that. And if not, use the Internet.
If anything fact, else, yeah, a generation yeah. of internet. If you go to YouTube, I'm telling you, you'll find anything. They will even explain to you what one plus one is. So people need to mm. start now use the internet. And the nice thing about the internet is that you will find what works for you. If for somebody who learns more and is visualizing, go on videos. You know, so yeah. that's the nice thing about using internet to find different kinds of resources and so forth. But um, we will be implementing as well um, in the Women in Physics mentorship programs. We'll be looking into adopting a school or different schools um, in different provinces, and then we work with kids in those schools. You know, Onesimo, today we're talking about the role parents play in terms of uh, monitoring report cards when they come at the end of the term. Do you think that it's yeah. important also for parents to become very involved in what their children are doing in the classroom so that should they have aspirations and, and, and possibly struggling, they can tap yeah. into that? I don't think parents should focus mostly on the report cards because mm. focusing on the report cards when you fail, you should be focusing on how your child is progressing during the year, right? And another thing is okay. that parents also need to understand that not all kids are supposed to be mathematically, you know, intellect. Not all kids are going to be scientists. So do not channel your child into being a doctor but you've got a ballet dancer at home. Yes. Do not channel your child into wanting them to be a lawyer while you've got a chef at home. So you need to understand your child, you know? If the child mm -hmm. is good into something, invest in that. Got it. There's so, schools that are designed for that. If you've got a technical child, a child who's very good at hands, rather take that child into a technical school rather than a traditional school. So it's a very okay. difficult thing when a parent is frustrated because the child is getting 30% at school, but then they simply can't understand mathematics. So you need to understand how is your child thinking. Kids think differently, you know? So I mm -hmm. think what's important as parents is understanding your child. Okay. So what motivation would you have for young aspiring scientists out there for young aspiring scientists so i think the theme of our month really just you know it it, 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 it sort of like summarizes everything because our theme for this year is wings of freedom which symbolizes our abilities as women to break through all sorts of obstacles to achieve great things so i would say that if you are a woman who is in science or considering taking up a career in science it sounds cliche, but believe in yourself and believe that what you are doing is important. Because if I didn't believe in myself, I mean, if we had to have a conversation about who I am and where I come from, that would be an entire interview. But because I believed in myself and I didn't mm. let, you know, noises from outside, you know, make mm. me doubt who I am and what I'm capable of doing, this is why I am where I am today. Because I, I just kept it moving. Keep it going. You will yes. say, get up. You know, I've seen so many times in my journey, you know, so don't second, mm. you know, negative energies um, derail you from where you're supposed to be. Don't give up. Don't I mean, give up. Don't believe in yourself. Who's believing you? No one. Nobody. Nobody. Exactly. Vanessa, thank you so much for your time and all the best with your PhD. I'm grateful for this opportunity and have a lovely day. Thank you so much. Thank you. That's Onesimo Mdinsilana. She's currently pursuing her PhD in higher energy physics at the University of Witwatersrand. She was talking to us about women in physics.